ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Folks, what a week. We are back. Championship night. The race just, I mean, I'm sure Kyle Busch is still doing burnouts right now and licking Samantha's butt. <laughs> <laughs> we all know We all know who wears a pants or fire suit in that family. Going off old Kevin Harvick. Who's, I think Joey Logano said it about Delana, right, yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah. So try to use some old references, but let's just face it. Kyle is like, I don't know, he is dominated by Samantha. She probably wears one of those outfits with the whip and whoosh. Anyways, let's get into the racing. <laughs> Back on course there, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry about that, folks. I, I, I'm a little bitter over this finish. Uh, but anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we just watched Phoenix Part 2.0 or something. Yeah. Not our typical uh, method of recording. So. Oh, by uh, the way, hey, folks. This is the Gas Man. Exactly. And that's my go. I'm way out of it right now. Yeah. Hold on. Let me start over. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Wrecking Racing. I am your host, the Gas Man, with my co-host, who knows the most, Lugs. Thank you for that. Hey, no problem, man. You I know a hell of a lot more than I, I do. I don't really know that much, but um, yeah, man, let's talk about some championship races. Yeah, so it's supposed to be a super exciting weekend, right? <laughs> hey, the <laughs> that, Xfinity was, all right? I will To an extent, yeah. It was. it was. It was. It was. It was a fantastic race. It was definitely the best race of the weekend. And we've said that numerous weekends now. Yeah. And it's sad. And Cup was a Blah. dud, if you Blah. ask me. I'm, if you're a Kyle Busch fan, I'm sure it was the most exciting. Even if you are awesome a Kyle Busch fan, dial it back a second. Was it really that good? <laughs> so he won by four seconds. That's because he let off the gas the last ten laps. He had like a seven and a half second lead over Truex. Well, yeah, uh, but I mean. Let's 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 dissect it a little bit, all right? Let's dissect it, it the race. Was, yeah. Let's it, start from the beginning. We took the green flag. Go. <laughs> stage one and two was completely uneventful. Extremely. The start of stage three was a little bit exciting, got my attention, and then it went right back to the way yeah. stage one and two went. So some of the excitement will ha- if it if it would have like if Hamlin hadn't had his issue where his pit crew put too much tape on the grill and if Truex's team hadn't screwed up with the wrong tires on the wrong side on the wrong side of the car, I think we would have had a different end result. Not maybe not end result as far as who won, but I think we would have had a little bit more of a thrilling challenge sure. at the end. And then sure. Harvick stayed out too long because he was waiting on a yellow from William Byron yeah. blowing up. Yeah. So So let's talk about let's talk about cautions. Because I think cautions kind of played a role a little bit in this race. So Truex gets a lap down because his team put the wrong tires on the wrong mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. He had to come back in, get that corrected, goes out, down a lap. So the 36 car spins. Yes. Okay, so he gets collected, takes off driving. He, I say half lap, it's probably more like a quarter lap he made. Then the caution came out. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> NASCAR wanted one, that's why. So they're not going. they're not going to throw it when he spins. They're not going to throw it when he gets back up to speed. They're going to wait until he's going good and throw it after he's up to speed. Yeah. What the hell? That To me, that was NASCAR saying, oh, we need to get Trex back on the lead lap. Which, you know. Maybe not. It's just the way it felt. Why didn't they throw one for Byron if that was the case, you know? Right. Or, I don't know, dude. Like, just Inconsistencies. questionable. Inconsistencies. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. And when they should have thrown a caution, magically, like they, you know, randomly select time to throw a caution, they should have chose towards like 20 laps to go in this race and throw one for debris or something just to <laughs> make things a little bit more exciting. Yeah, they would have got raked over the coals for that, but I would have been A-OK with it. I mean, at least it would have been yeah. a little more exciting to the end of the damn thing. NASCAR, if you're listening, this was a dud. Yeah. And, like, I'm sitting here scratching my head, like, why the hell did I watch, waste three, eight and a half hours of my <laughs> no, life no, no. today? No, you did not waste three and a half hours of your life. You wasted the last 36 weeks of your life for it to come down to this. <laughs> Thanks. No, 40 weeks, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, no, think about it. We, we don't invest just the last race. Mm-hmm. We invest, as fans, the whole season, right? Yeah. And it come, it literally comes down to this? Really? <laughs> Yeah, but it, 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 you know that could be said for everybody if their championship driver wasn't in well, the hunt I mean, or didn't to, have a good season. You know, to an extent, it, it could be said. I mean, yeah, it could be said by anybody. But let's let's just say what it was. You first thing you told me when I walked into your house tonight, man, that was the most anticlimactic championship ever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we'll build up forty weeks of emotion and mm-hmm. everything for this chase. And that's what we got. I don't, I don't, haven't felt this deflated from watching a race, and not because Kyle won. I'm not hating on Kyle. No, congratulations to Kyle. Congrats Congr- to Kyle. Yeah, and that team, uh, just the product of the race. But I haven't felt this deflated since, like, you know, back in the '90s when drivers would wrap up their With like championship. three, four laps or uh, races to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. You yeah. know. Of course, most of the time that was like Gordon, and I was okay with it. But there was a few instances where. So even as a Gordon fan, you're okay with it? You were just kind of like, eh, okay. Well, right? it was different back then, man. That's all we were used to, right? We, were, we didn't have this format to compare it to. So right. if your driver had 400 points you know, lead going into the third or the last race of the season, then, yeah, you knew you were locked up. Your guy won the championship, you know, but you weren't comparing that to this playoff style, heads up winner-take-all type situation. So, I mean, it's apples and oranges. But, um, yeah, I just, man, I expected so much more today. And I haven't even, like, w- folks, we jumped into this so quick, I have no idea what Kevin Harvick's response was or Denny Hamlin or Martin Trex. I didn't hear any of their, their uh, Yeah, all, all we've seen was Kyle doing burnouts, talking to Kyle yep. with Brexton and Samantha and Kurt in the background. And we, ju- we jumped it right in here. To, so to the podcast, right? We, we do, you know, we'll watch those and... and so you're getting fresh emotions from gas man in the lungs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and take our that, emotion is like... Oh, take it with a little grain of salt. Maybe our opinions will change a week from now after we've had some time to reflect and whatnot. But, you know, bottom line is, I'm going to go back and say it again, is, is Hamlin gave it away and Truex gave it away. And Harvick was a little bit bitten, in my, my sure. opinion, uh, as far as the way the caution or did or didn't fall, if you want to look at it, whichever you want to see there. But... Uh, regardless, again, you know, Kyle's our champion for 2019. Uh, last race of this decade. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so okay. anyways, congrats to those guys. They, they played the system, right? They, yeah. And Kyle finally got out of his summer slump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's a good time to come out of your slump. And you can't hate on him for what he did in 2015 coming you know, yeah. missing the first third of the season, coming back, winning, saying he shouldn't be a champion. He he deserves yeah. to be a champion out of oh, this. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he definitely has deserved it. Even back then, he deserved it. Now, the only thing I say about... But there's some cha- people that say he doesn't. Well, so, and, okay, yeah. So, 
those are the same people who argue now saying, well, this chase is stupid because even if someone who's not dominant through the season could win because they do good in the final final race. Same, Those same people are the ones that Kyle wasn't dominant in 2015 because he didn't race half the damn well, season. Also, same, same people are saying Matt Crafton shouldn't have won the championship he didn't Friday because yeah, he didn't win a race this year. Yeah. So, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, it's the, it's the way the format is. I, to, overall, through the season, is exciting. And I think this was a one-off. We usually have a little bit more excitement with the championship races than this. Yeah. So this, I take this, as of right now, not so a trend, but as a one-off. Okay, maybe, we have one Maybe done. this will hush the people that are bitching about the race going to ISM next year. Cause yeah. I mean, if you're and, a big and, Homestead fan, so, you can't really stand up right now. Yeah, and so say, let's let me throw it in your court because you're obviously more of a Homestead fan than ISM because mm. we've kind of talked about it on the show previously. We're talking about Wednesday. Yeah. Or Friday. Exactly. So throw the ball in your court there, Lugs. So you're kind of like, I, I'm taking it from my perspective. You're saying, well, I said some comments on Friday. Uh, I'm backtracking <laughs> slightly. <laughs> I, I am. I'm, okay. I've kind of eaten crow a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and then it's not, thanks for owning that. It's not the track's fault, man. I, I think it. Um, I mean, dude, by the time we got to the end of stage one, there was only fifteen cars on the lead lap. Exactly. It's the exactly. package. It's not the track. It's the package. Yep. I did have a problem with how many cars were lapped down by the end of stage one. Yeah. That was uh, so ridiculous. Yeah. It, again, it's the it's the package. It's not the track. So what I love to see a different package come back to Homestead and it produce a better racing product? Absolutely. But you run the chance of it doing the exact same thing it did tonight, honestly. Let's just cross our fingers and hope NASCAR gets it right for Phoenix next year. Which Steve Phelps had a press conference today and he addressed the concerns. We actually talked Friday about all the things that they needed to do and Mm -hmm. consider and he came out and said, we're looking at every potential option to make phoenix better to make ism better for the both races not just yeah the championship but both races next year good, so good they're doing their homework at least they come out and said you know they know what they've got to do fantastic so let's jump into the xfinity series let's take a step down yeah yeah so i mean al Geyer didn't quite live up to what i was hoping he was going to so bell had a little bit of issues and Reddick won the championship. Yeah. yeah. yeah pretty much. That, I pretty much called that, didn't I, on Friday? I, that was Friday. I've slept since then. I don't remember. <laughs> well, go back and listen to that episode because I pretty much called it. Um, I didn't say Algar was going to have issues, but I just didn't think he was going to be that much of a force. And he, well, he sure. wasn't. He he looked pretty racy on a few restarts. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, he made contact with the wall and took yeah, him out. I, but he was right. the fourth quickest car out of those four cars. Yeah. So. I mean, it, he really needed a hail mary. Yeah, for we've seen Reddick just like really, man, really come on. And just, I just obviously congratulations to Tyler Reddick, but damn, he wheeled that car, man. Yeah. The last half of that race, maybe more than that, was rim riding every single. I mean, that every time they went on board, dude, there wasn't looked like just two inches off the wall, man. And yeah. You know, he did get into it once there, I saw, but man, that that's some talent, dude. Absolute talent. And I have to admit, I did not watch the full race. I just watched bits and pieces. I was deer <gasps> hunting. I was deer hunting. I actually had my phone on on Hulu Live in the deer stand watching the race. And I watched half of it, maybe a little bit more than half, and then I had a deer walk into my shooting area. Yeah. So I took care of business and missed the end of the race. 
and and missed the. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I got that one. I missed one in the morning. Oh, this was okay. in the evening. I got the. I got this one. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. But you know, again, I if you know Friday, I had mentioned. I, I was like, I don't. I just don't see Bell doing it. Yeah. You know, pressure scenario. He you seems did. to be getting his own yeah. head, and he missed pit road. Which, if you go back and watch that, it was kind of crazy, man. Like, he seemed like he was on track to make it into pit road, and then you hear him like get on the gas, and then. Like he tries to get back on the brakes to slow it down, and then he, you know, veers off to the right and and bails out. So it's like, I feel, I don't know what the hell happened there. I don't know. Now if do you he, think he stepped on the gas, or you think he downshifted in the you know RP? You hear him up. getting the gas. Yeah, you hear him getting the gas, man. So I don't know if he if he thought he just say gas man <laughs> subconsciously. So I don't know if he, you know, he thought, oh man, I'm I'm being too reserved here. I got some leeway. I'm gonna gas it up, get to the line a little bit. And he's like, "Oh, poop!" And then, and then, and then he's just like, yeah. "Shit, I I went too much or too poop. hard there." Poop. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll cue up the sound clip here in a second. Okay. Um, but nonetheless, that took him out of it, man. By the time, you know, pit stop cycled through after that accident, he was like ten seconds back from Custer and Reddick. And and I'll give it to Custer, man. He he gave Reddick. He made him work for it. You know, yeah. I mean, Custer had a pretty good car, but whenever Reddit got back in traffic, he man, he would just in and out, in and out, making yeah. his way through there. Yeah, he, he by far had the best car, no, and, no doubt. And Custer was driving; he was, you know, had to do what he had to do. He was driving a little defensively, taking Reddick's line away as he should up there on the top. Mm-hmm. And the moves that Reddick made to get by him, he just he pulled that slide job, and then drifted up in front of him, and in the next corner. Custer did the same thing. They did like two, three, yeah. four times. That was just an amazing race for the for the championship, man. Like that's so we're gonna that's have, what I envisioned for tonight, and it yeah, didn't happen it, in the exactly. Cup Series. And now we're gonna have those three guys come up to Cup next year, and maybe they can make some splashes next year. Oh, I hope so. It'd be cool to see a rookie take home the championship next year. I'm just saying it would be. I in any sport, it'd be really nice to see a rookie kind of step would. in and be like, it would. If the three Is of those feasible, if those three guys all make the chase next year, wow, yeah, wow, and they all have the capabilities of doing it, because yep. the 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 one that's going to have the biggest struggle to make it is going to be Reddick, perhaps really? the, because he's in RCR equipment. Yeah, so you but, have Stuart Haas equipment, which has proven itself. I do agree. Custer's probably the best suited. Joe Gibbs equipment has proven itself. Yeah, he may not be Joe Gibbs. It's still Joe Gibbs equipment. They have children. But right now, you're not seeing De Benedetto run with the other four Gibbs cars. So no. So I'm, I'm going to say Reddick and Bell will be closer together. But I do believe, I do agree. Custer is going to be on good terms for the sure, outset for sure. sure. So I, you know, it was actually I did catch a snippet today uh, i don't remember who was saying it that they're talking to like dave rogers and stuff and he said that next year with chris bell they got something special because they're gonna have an, even a better relationship with joe gibbs and have better joe gibbs equipment it's kind of like oh we we didn't give you the best this year because you had a matt d driving for you we're gonna give you chris bell next year so therefore we have to give you some top tier equipment that's kind of how i took it so were they really well, sandbagging levine, levine this year because they i didn't don't know have, man it makes me wonder about the whole you know, Furniture Row, they increased their pricing to Furniture Row. Why aren't they doing that with this situation? Just because it's their driver? I mean, I think that has a play in it. Because I think what's going to happen is soon, 
As oh, soon well, as there's an actual Gibbs car you're, open. You're like best buds with him on Twitter. Why don't you tweet yeah, okay, Bob Levine? Sure. He'll sure. probably tell you. He'll probably respond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, man, I didn't see that. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but again, I, I think Reddick's got raw talent, man. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. So I, I'm I just ex- hoping that equipment matches what he's able to provide. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see anything out of Dylan this, these last, this last half of the season. He had some speed in the first part of the season, mm-hmm. if you remember. Yeah. And ha- even Hemmerich did. Yeah. But, um, I think Reddick will make the bigger splash just because that organization is not used to running that well. And I think, I think Reddick's going to bring gr- good things to that, to that team, to yeah. that organization, I should and, say. And if it doesn't really bring a lot, let's say, I, th- I, th- I let me dial it back. What I think he's going to bring to the team that they haven't had is Mojo. Mm-hmm. I think Rejuvenization. he's bringing, exactly, exactly. And I think that's going to help some people. I mean, if you're in an environment where it's very stagnant, very, I'm not saying it's ne- ne- necessarily negative, but a non-winning environment, you kind of lose focus and don't give it 100%. Mm-hmm. You bring in someone that you look at, you're like, man, we have an opportunity here. Because you don't see that with Austin Dillon. So you see that with Reddick. I think it's going to do that rejuvenation, like you said, and make them maybe perform a little bit more on top level than what they had been. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know, the other way to look at that, too, and add, to add to that, I should say, is, is Dillon has probably got a seat in that organization as long as he wants, oh, uh, right? Yeah, he does. He so does. he's not really bringing the re- rejuvenization. Oh, no. No. I mean, I think just kind of come to work, do my thing, go home. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nine to five. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other takeaways from Xfinity? We'll... No, just find your snippet that you're going to oh, find. Oh, okay. Us. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll get to that. Um, trucks? Yeah. Let's do trucks. Uh, so Austin Hill actually won the race. He, he missed the he missed the top four, but he won the race. Yeah, won the race. Uh, and Crafton, man, came out of left field and pulled it off. He was labeled as the, you know, the underdog, essentially. Yep. The old man. and The old man, Crafton. Man, he had a good truck. Like, he didn't pull it out with strategy. I mean, he earned it. He was the best running truck pretty much all night. I was a little, aside from Chastain, Chastain had speed early. Um, but I really expected more from Moffitt. Yeah, I mean, we both went in. He was always in. fourth to seventh on the track. Yeah, and so we both went in saying that Moffitt was going to be, you know, the prime prime truck, and it just wasn't the case. Um, how about a hat tip, too, to Christian Eckes, man, coming home third, going mm-hmm. in a Kyle Busch truck full-time next season. Yeah, good for him. He was in a KBM truck that him. night, but uh, very interesting. So I think we saw um, basically three different titles, one in the truck series, so... Uh, Crafton Ford took home the uh, the driver's title. Yeah. Uh, Austin Hill and Toyota brought home the race win, and then uh, KBM took home the manufacturer's championship. So actually what? had three winners that Friday night. Okay. So does Austin Hill drive a Toyota? Mm-hmm. Okay. For some reason, I thought he drove a Ford. I'm, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, he's a. I think. Oh, a, never mind. I was thinking for some reason I thought he was part of Thor. He's not part of Thor. Never mind. <laughs> My bad. Yep. Um, but you know, I thought that was a pretty good race. Everything was pretty racy. Um, you know, just generally a pretty good race, even though you know significantly shorter than the Xfinity and Cup Series. But I thought it was a pretty good race. 
trucks usually are. And I, th- I think we discussed it before. I think some of the younger guys tend to take more risk and stuff. So it makes it a little more exciting. But the Cup Series this year was out of the three series, I think was the most lackluster series. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would agree, man. So, um, you know, and it's basically the same race rules package for next year. So are we going to see that again? Yeah. Is Xfinity going to be the better product? I would say so, yeah. Yeah, I think you're going to be right with that, Logs. And uh, I think you got the clip ready now? Yeah, Christopher Bell. So, uh, so this is on board, so there's a little bit of audio overlapping. But you can hear, just listen for, uh, and look this up. There's a one-minute clip on, on YouTube that you can find uh, and watch it. But it shows it from different angles. So this is the on board, and you can kind of hear him, like, gas it up. This is as him coming to pit road. So I don't know if that does justice if you're listening to it, um, you know, and not getting a visual representation. But he's coming towards pit road. He's slowing down, and then he gasses up, and then looks like he slows down a little bit more, and then cuts to the right, like he knows, oh shit, I just gassed it up too much, and then <laughs> aborts it. So, nonetheless, uh, sucks for that team. Obviously, uh, I don't think they had the best car, even if they. Uh, I don't, I don't think miscue, so. Yeah, I, don't I don't think, think so. that they would have beat Custer or Reddick. No, no, I definitely think Custer and Reddick had by far superior cars. Now, which is amazing to me, with Bell having what eight wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that they that they didn't have more of a car for that. But Christopher Bell, after post race, he said, "Like it's it's me. Like I can't figure out what I need here." So props to him for admitting that. Sure, he didn't. You know, I mean, sure. obviously it's his own fault. He missed pit road, but. On top of that, he's he he was vocal in the fact that he didn't say, "Hey, they gave me a shit car, right?" Yeah. He's like, "I can't figure out what I need here." And it was the same thing last year. Same thing last year that took him out. I so, mean, he didn't miss pit road, but he just could never get the rhythm that he needed right. to compete with Reddick. Is, is he one of those people that you feel falls under pressure? That maybe this isn't. Is this a sign of something that if he comes in contention in Cup Series, um, that he's not going to be able to? Overcome that hurdle? No, not necessarily. I think he's just young and you know still has a lot of experience sure. to gain. Sure. So I think with time, like that, those situations will probably decrease. Okay. Um. Well, anything else we want to talk about race wise? I feel like this is kind of a a shorter discussion, but we don't really have any news right to discuss. I mean, it's literally right post race so go back and listen to our friday episode if you want to hear about news and our lot of news from last friday yeah yeah go back and listen to friday's episode yep um got our fantasy point standings yeah i think this can be like one of the most important parts of this episode is what we're gary talk about because we fantasy league all season it was a lot of fun um some heartbreak for others some excitement for others is uh i i hope to have some rallying by others oh well okay (laughs) Some some I, of you guys really rallied in this. I last. hope I didn't lose my second place. I'll have to bust some damn kneecaps. <laughs> well, are you ready to find out? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. So Homestead picks. Uh, Gas me in there. You had Hamlin and Harvick. Uh, you earned sixty points. Keep in mind, folks. You're going to hear these points. These are lower points if you picked a front runner because they did not receive stage points. It was a heads up. Whoever finished highest right so they right. only got points for their final stage they didn't get any stage points so uh you actually could have probably scored more points by potentially 
picking somebody out of the championship four no, if true. they finished true. well, maybe. True, maybe. Um, I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't done the math there, but I would assume so. Uh, anyway, 60 points for you for having Hamlin and Harvick. Uh, I had Harvick and Truex. I had 68 points. Um, Jeff Stainhook had Truex and Larson, and he scored 53 points. Truex and Hamlin for Joseph Adams, he scored 62 points. Uh, John Elliott had Hamlin and Truex, 62 points there. And Daniel Cameron had Kyle Larson, Kevin Harvick, 51 points there. Eddie Greer had Truex and Larson, 53 points there. And Jessica Mueller had Harvick and Kyle Busch, earning 75 points. Boo. So she extended her points lead, that, unfortunately. That would mean that Jessica's our champion. She Woo. is our champion. You know, inaugural winner. You know, yes. we, we, her tactics were maybe uncouth, and, and people might have a problem with her tactic this year. But, hey, it worked for her. The the sad note for her for next year is that uh, that's not gonna fly next year. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna implement a rule. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, Jessica. Enjoy it while you have it. Because yep. next year you're gonna have to put a little more uh, formulation and thought behind the process. Yeah, and uh, we were gonna have Jessica on the show, but we're running short on time, so we're not gonna be able to. Uh, but, but I do want to. But congrats to her. Ab- absolutely, she deserves it. Good job, Jessica. She may even. I talked to her earlier today. She might actually. She get played her... the system, right? Oh, well, she did. She did. Like she the NASCAR did. rule book. Yeah, exactly. She played the gray oh, area. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't think of it, and yep, uh, yep. But it's she... okay. We implemented new rules based on it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. In um, true NASCAR form. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, she's talking about maybe having her dad play next year. That yeah. he's not a technology guy, so she'll have to send in his picks. But okay. maybe okay. that he'll play too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we need we get you know it'd be cool to get more people involved with this. The more yeah, I think more people, the more fun. See yeah. who moves up ahead, loses gains, you yeah. know that kind of stuff. So and, and Jessica, just to let you know, um, as we're doing the beginning of the show, I was on my cell phone and I already got your trophy ordered for you, and you should have that within a week or two. Sweet. It's coming. It's oh, going, you're going straight to her? It's going straight to her. I was going to say. I didn't, so when you get it, please send the pictures. so we know what the hell it looks like. Yeah. I want to make yeah. sure we didn't pay for some kind of, I mean, it's not great. It's paper mache. Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> no, it's not. We're kind of we're kind of poor, so we don't have a lot of money to spend on the show because everything does come out of our own pockets. Uh, like those, like if you're playing fantasy, um, you know, I maybe sent out some freebies of the year to you it all comes out of our pocket we need to get a sponsor for next year we we gotta try hard year number three doing this yeah we don't need a whole lot just enough to help do stuff like this yeah yeah um all right so let's run through the final point standings here jessica mueller and i'll put these on social media here shortly uh, Jessica Mueller first with 2,557 points. Congrats. Gas man, you did take second spot. So Yoo-hoo! congrats. You fell down there a little bit late season, but yeah, you rallied, I, I, you I rallied, rallied back. You rallied yeah. back. Uh, 2,480 points. Jeff Stainhook to third, 2,451 points. Joseph Adams in fourth with 2,429. Uh, I came home fifth. Only because Daniel Cameron forgot to send us picks last week <laughs> with uh, 2,354. Daniel Cameron in six with 2,326. And John Elliott in seventh, 2,187. And Eddie Greer came home eighth, 2,171. Oh, man. So, I really hope Eddie would pass. John. Nothing against you, John Elliott, because we really thank you for playing and being one of our most loyal fans. Uh, I just thought it'd be cool for Eddie to miss all those races and come back. And- yeah, he, he did leapfrog him for a little bit yeah. and then had yeah. some bad fortune, so he fell back down. But there you go, guys. There's our uh, you know eight people point standings. So 
be cool if we get some more people to play next year. So if you know anybody else that's listening or wants to play in a fantasy, maybe they don't listen. They just want to be in a, a random sure. stranger, yeah. <laughs> strange you stranger know, podcast stranger uh, fantasy points league, have them send us picks each week. Yeah. But um, Congratulations, Jessica. Thanks to all that played. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. And as far as format goes for the show moving forward, uh, typically in the off season we go every other week just because things tend to slow down in the NASCAR world and we don't have uh, three races to talk about. Um, so I think we're going to continue that trend. Yeah. Um, although this, we may have a hiccup this first section. Yeah, this, this, um, this, this first following 30 days here, uh, Gasman's has some work obligations out of the country and, um, you know, he'll be several hours ahead of me. So yeah, se- seven hours to be exact. Yeah. So, um, it's, it'd be hard to coordinate times with that unless I can, uh, coax our friend Sokka to come in and, and co-host, uh, an episode or two. Uh, we may just kind of go silent for the next, uh, well, you come back, what, December 15th? Mid-December, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so maybe we'll do an episode right before Christmas yeah. somewhere yeah, in, in there. Exactly. And, and when we say silent, we'll be silent podcast-wise, but I'm sure we'll still be on social media. I will definitely and, be on social media. Yeah. You'll be busy working and shouldn't really, you know, enjoy the food and wine yeah. and booze and girls yeah. over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my wife might be listening to this show, by the way. Nah, she doesn't listen. <laughs> Um, but no, seriously, uh, yeah, I'll still be on social media, Twitter, Facebook. I won't probably be on Snapchat, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if you, you get know. bored, send me a Snapchat. I might occasionally open it seven hours ahead. Seven hours ahead. in the future. I got, yeah, I got nothing to nothing to do. Maybe on the weekend or something. Other than other than to go to see the Leaning Tower of Pisa or something. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, but yeah, so. You know, might get a surprise episode in there. Just depends, but don't be surprised if the next thirty days we don't have an episode up. But it looks like you come back on what mid mid December. Mid December, yeah. So maybe around the eighteenth we might have a show yeah. or something. Yeah, maybe so, we'll do one December eighteenth in there. Yep. So I'm sure we'll have a lot of news to talk about at that yep. point. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for a great season, and we will talk to you soon. And the check and flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.